From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, July 22nd, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. The CDC's updated COVID-19 map for Ohio is showing a big increase in cases. ONN's Dave James reports. The map shows 45 of Ohio's 88 counties in the red for high transmission, 31 more in yellow for medium transmission, and 12 in the green. The CDC recommends that people in high transmission areas wear masks in indoor public places. The state health department says there are 1,167 people hospitalized with COVID, although not all of them may be there specifically because of the virus. That total is up 160 from a week ago. Dave James, I went in news. Columbus public health officials have issued a mask advisory for indoor public spaces, regardless of vaccination status. ONN's Tracy Townsend has more. The city's public health leaders say it's because Franklin County recently moved to a high level of transmission on the CDC's COVID-19 data tracker. That means masks indoors and in crowded areas. Franklin County public health leaders issued a similar message. It's one of several counties in the category of high rate of transmission. The CDC also recommends that anyone living in these counties should be wearing a mask indoors, again, while they are in public. I'm Tracy Townsend. As COVID-19 cases are on the rise throughout Ohio, experts say this particular strain of the virus, responsible for many of the new cases, is not proving itself to be as lethal as others. ONN's Amanda Fay in Toledo has more with Dr. Brian Kaminsky, Vice President of Quality and Treatment for ProMedica Health. Doctors are reminding you that this BA5 variant is dominant and very contagious, but it is not as likely to get you severely ill. Even though case counts are up right now and we're seeing more cases of COVID, uh, it's great news that uh, we're not seeing a proportional increase in those people who are really sick from COVID or those who are dying from COVID. Here, specifically in Lucas County, we are in the medium community level. This means those who are at high risk should take precautions to keep themselves safe. Other counties around Lucas are in the low to medium status as well. I'm Amanda Fay. The attorney for a Columbus man accused of raping and impregnating a 10-year-old girl was in court on Friday. 27-year-old Gerson Fuentes was indicted on two counts of rape. Court records show Fuentes was charged with an additional felony rape count. His attorney appeared in Franklin County Municipal Court. Columbus police detectives say Fuentes confessed to police that he raped the child who traveled to Indiana last month for an abortion. His attorney, Brian Bowen, says his client is concerned about the charges. You know, he's obviously scared. He's obviously concerned. Um, You know, he's obviously upset about the situation. Fuentes is scheduled to be in court on Monday for an arraignment. A tornado briefly touched down in northeast Ohio Wednesday evening. The National Weather Service in Cleveland says the EF-1 tornado had winds of 105 miles per hour and touched down in parts of Wayne and Holmes counties. It destroyed two barns and damaged two others near the town of Shreve, which is roughly 30 miles east of Mansfield. The Cleveland Police Department officially has their new leader, Wayne Drummond, who had been serving as interim police chief since Cleveland Mayor Justin Bibb took office earlier this year, has officially been appointed to the role. Mayor Bibb made the announcement during a press conference at the Collinwood Recreation Center on Thursday morning. His vision for police reform, his vision to make sure we can recruit and retain more officers inside of our department, and his vision to use new ideas and new solutions to build a national model of policing right here in Cleveland, Ohio. With his appointment, Drummond becomes the 41st chief of police in the city of Cleveland. 
Ohio's unemployment rate held steady in the latest update. The Ohio Department of Job and Family Services says the jobless rate remained at 3.9 percent in June. That compares to a national unemployment rate of 3.6 percent, which was also unchanged from May. A year ago, Ohio's rate was 5.3 percent. The state says there are nearly 5.5 million people working in Ohio and 224,000 unemployed. Algae season is officially here, and the green scum is showing up on Lake Erie in northwest Ohio. Dr. Rick Stumpf of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration explains. When people hear this, their assumption might be that they can't go out on the lake or there's scum everywhere, and that is definitely not the case. Um, it's, it moves around a lot, very much dependent on the wind patterns. And... Um, a shift in the winds can move it around. Noah says it is optimistic thanks to changes being made to reduce runoff into the lake and that algal blooms could shrink or go away completely in the future. Residents in Perrysburg, southwest of Toledo, are a step closer to ridding their community of foxtail barley, a weed that's noxious to people and their pets. Residents in the Eccle Junction Road neighborhood say the weed is making their pets sick, but Perrysburg City Council member Jonathan Smith says it's hard for the city to take any action without the state's designation of foxtail barley as a dangerous plant. Unfortunately, that noxious weed is not something that um, is listed in the code, so that we had a bark, but we didn't have any teeth behind that. We have reached out, both myself as well as the mayor, to the director of the Ohio Agriculture on trying to find a way to get that listed to give us some teeth and what we can do. After sending a letter on the matter to the Ohio Department of Agriculture on Tuesday, Perrysburg Mayor Thomas Mackin says he received a response from ODA indicating they are considering giving the plant the noxious label. And the Columbus Jazz and Ribs Fest is back this weekend after being off the last two years due to the pandemic. ONN's Tino Ramos reports. This is an event that brings in about a quarter million people to the downtown. And this event has gained a great reputation for those who take part Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So there's plenty to do here. One vendor, Dan Johnson from Arkansas, doing up ribs for over 40 years. And he says he's excited to be back in Columbus. Always great to come here. We have a better crowd here than most places we go to. People come out and support it. It's a great event here, so it's good to be back. I'm Tino Ramos. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network. 